representing destinations, hotels, airlines, railroads, car rental companies, and others in the world of travel and hospitality, from authors and bloggers to broadcasters and publicists. If it's got anything to do with travel, it's got everything to do with Travelage Radio. And tonight, we proudly present Brantley Ussery, Director of Marketing and Public Relations for the Charlottesville Albemarle Convention and Visitors Bureau to talk about his beautiful city. Welcome, Brantley, to Travel It Radio. Thank you so much, Dan and Mary Ellen. It's a pleasure to be here, and I'm really excited to tell you and your listeners a little bit more about the Charlottesville area. Well, Charlottesville is not only the home of the University of Virginia, but a place that has won many awards. It was once named America's Happiest City by Moore, the nation's top adventure town by Blue Ridge Outdoors, America's Best Small Town for Food, The Healthiest Place to Live by Men's Journal, and the number one city in America by Fromers. That's quite a list of accolades. So what do you like best about living in Charleston yourself? Yeah, Dan, I mean, there are so many wonderful things to love about living here and visiting here. I mean, you, you've really summed up a lot of our major accolades that we've received over the years. Um, you know, some of my very favorite things about the Charlottesville area, uh, it's got to be the mixture of the small town charm that it has while still having the amenities and the things that you would expect to find in, in a bigger city. So we have that perfect mix of both. You know, it, it's very much a small town. You know, population-wise, we're looking at about 50,000. But there are just so many things going on. We have such a vibrant art scene we have a really vibrant downtown district. It's called the Historic Pedestrian Downtown Mall, where you'll find a variety of shops, restaurants, arts, performance venues, um, just a, a really fun place to, to get out and explore. Of course, you mentioned food, and, and we've got to talk about that. I know we'll talk about that throughout the interview, but there are just so many incredible restaurants. And for a city of its size, again, Way more restaurants than you would expect to find in a small town. So um, we can come back to the food and the culinary component because it's a huge one. And then we've got to talk about outdoor recreation. Got to get outdoors and enjoy. We're right at the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains. Shenandoah National Park's just a stone's throw away. And then the big wine scene that we have here with more than 40 wineries along the Monticello Mm -hmm. Wine Trail. So it's just that mix of all those things that makes this such a vibrant, unique, and fun place to not only live, but to visit as well. Please tell our listeners where Charlottesville is located and what its population is. Yeah, so Charlottesville is located in a great spot in Virginia. So we're right in the heart of it. So if you're looking at the map, we are pretty much dead center. Um, We're about a 15, 20-minute drive from the Blue Ridge Mountains, as I mentioned. So we're right in what's called the Foothills region. We're only about an hour drive from the state capital of Richmond, which is located just to our east. 
We're just a couple hours away from the beaches, so Virginia Beach, um, the Atlantic Ocean, the Chesapeake Bay, all that just a couple hours away. And then from Washington, D.C., we're only about a two-hour trip south of D.C. by car, but there's also another way to get here. We're right on the Amtrak line. So you can Uh catch the Amtrak from D.C., Baltimore, Philadelphia, and make your way all the way down to Charlottesville. Talk about a stress-free way to travel um, it's just so easy, and I, I've made that train ride so many times because it's such an easy way to get here from some of those bigger metro areas to the northeast. Um, and it's just, uh, you know, a really ideal way to travel without having to get into any traffic or anything like that. Uh, population-wise, w- w- within the city limits itself, we're looking at about 50,000, but the greater Charlottesville area, which takes into account surrounding Albemarle County is what it's called. So Charlottesville is kind of in the center of Albemarle County that greater metro area is looking at a population of a little north of 150,000. Hmm. And we know the world-famous Skyline Drive is just about a half hour west of town. Is it also part of the Blue Ridge Parkway? Yeah, so where we're located, um, we are about a 30-minute drive from where the Shenandoah National Park meets up with the Blue Ridge Parkway. So the roadway that runs through the heart of Shenandoah National Park is called Skyline Drive, and that meets up with the Blue Ridge Parkway, just a 30-minute drive from the heart of downtown. So what that makes us is a great place to make is like your base camp for all the folks who want to come here and enjoy the great outdoors. They can come. They can stay in Charlottesville and be 30 minutes from the Shenandoah National Park. Of course, it has beautiful views. It has Uh, something like 70 different overlooks where you can pull over, take in the beautiful fall foliage if you're visiting in the fall. I mean, there's Mm. there's no real bad time of year to come and and check out the scenery. Lots of wildlife, lots of hiking, lots of outdoor opportunities. And then the Blue Ridge Parkway picks up from there and kind of meanders its way down to the south. And this is a great place to stay and enjoy both of those huge assets that we have in this area. Now, you mentioned that Charlottesville is also close to Richmond, the state capital, and Washington, D.C., the capital of the United States. Um, could you tell us again how long it would take to drive to either? Yeah, they're, they're both very easy trips. So, you know, we get a lot of visitors coming in from Richmond. Uh, it's just about an hour to our east. So you just hop right on the interstate, and you can be here very quickly from Richmond. And then kind of similarly from D.C., another easy trek, about two hours by car. But, again, that connectivity with Amtrak is what makes this mm-hmm. such an accessible and easy-to-get-to destination. When you start looking at places that are to our northeast, like D.C., Baltimore, Philadelphia, just hop on the train and sit back and enjoy the ride. <laughs> it's wonderful. We're talking tonight with Brantley Ussery about Charlottesville. Presidents Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, and James Monroe all lived in the area and Jefferson even built the University of Virginia. Could you talk about the region's historical legacy, including UVA, and your designation as a UNESCO World Heritage Site? Yeah, of course. So this is no doubt an extremely historic region. Um, You know, we're home to three of the nation's founding fathers. So as you said, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, and James Monroe all called this area home. Uh, Jefferson probably being the most um, well-known and an instrumental figure from this area out of those three. He did found the University of Virginia. Um, and all three of those presidential homes, Monticello, Highland, and Montpelier, 
can all be visited. They can all be toured. And, you know, the thing that's so great about the presidential homes, they're constantly reevaluating. They're, they're making additions. They're changing the way they do things. So if you haven't been to Monticello in the past couple of years, I would highly recommend that you come and you go back and see some of the new offerings that they have. They're always making additions to the different types of tours that they have. So, you know, I, I never think of going to a place like Monticello or Highland or Montpelier as you've gone once, there's no need to come back. You definitely need to come back and try it again because there's going to be something new, a new exhibit or a new uh, tour that you may not have been able to see. And with the University of Virginia, you know, that is right here in the heart of the city. Um, it's one of the top public universities in the entire country. And Monticello and the, the central part of the University of Virginia, what's called Central Grounds, which is mm -hmm. like the rotunda, the real centerpiece of the university uh, with stunning architecture, and the lawn that is adjacent to the rotunda, Monticello and Central Grounds together make up a UNESCO World Heritage Site. So if you're a history buff, for sure, this is going to be a place where you're going to have lots of options. You can make a whole day out of visiting those historic sites. And the thing that's so cool about it is you can visit them all in one day. I mean, it'll be a day full of history, but you could do all three presidential homes in one day. Hmm. And didn't Thomas Jefferson have his own connection to wine and even visualize that the whole region could be a wine-producing area? Yeah, he sure did. So a couple hundred years ago, you know, Thomas Jefferson, we, we think about him as, you know, a person who was infatuated with, with gardening, with food, with, with drink, with wine, with cider. Um, if you visit his home up at Monticello, up on the mountaintop, there are expansive gardens. So we know that he was really thinking about a lot of different varieties of fruits and vegetables. And, and again, he did have that infatuation with wine. And he thought, he had the vision that you know, this destination could really flourish with vineyards and grapevines and could really be a big wine producing region. So he tried to grow his own grapes and it was not really a success at all. So he never saw that come to fruition. But then a few hundred years later, in about the mid-1970s, people started growing grapevines. They started planting the correct grapes in the soil that we have here in Virginia. It's a, a real rich red clay kind of a soil. And once they got the right grapes in the ground, things really began to take off. And we have seen the number of wineries start to increase exponentially, especially over the past uh, 20 years or so here in the Charlottesville area. We've gone from having really just like a dozen to 18 wineries to now having more than 40 wineries along the Monticello Wine Trail, which really runs all throughout the Charlottesville area. So we've become one of the, the top wine-producing regions in the entire state. Hmm. Yes, and we understand that Charlottesville produces the most award-winning wines in Virginia and that you've been named one of the top wine destinations in the world by several leading wine publications. So tell us more about that, the Monticello Wine Trail, and how many wineries are included. Yeah, so the Monticello Wine Trail is the wine trail that connects all of the different wineries that we have here in the Charlottesville area. So there are more than 40 of them. And again, we're, we're one of the top wine producing regions in the entire state of Virginia. And the wines that are coming out of this area, it's not just the quantity that we have, but the mm -hmm. quality of the wines that we're producing. So we have this competition every year. It's called the Virginia Governor's Cup. It's a, it's a very stringent competition. It's judged very critically. And each and every year, 
wineries from all over the state submit their top wines into this competition, and there are hundreds that are submitted. And just to give you an example of, of how this wine region here along the Monticello Wine Trail fares in that competition, this year our region took home nearly half of all the gold medals that were awarded in the entire competition. Then there's something called the Virginia Governor's Case. So think of this as like getting into the very top wines. This is the top 12 wines of that year in the entire competition. We had seven of those 12 from the Monticello Wine Trail in the Charlottesville area. And then the Governor's Cup is the very top wine that's awarded from the entire year for the entire state of Virginia. And that winery was also located here in the Monticello Wine Trail producing region. So that just tells you, you know, really when you look at all the the gold medals and and all the placements in the governor's case and winning the governor's cup, that, you know, we are backing up that claim that we're producing some of the very top, top producing wines in the entire state of Virginia. Now, you can't do that wine trail, the Monticello wine trail in a day, can you, or can you? No, it, you would have to be very ambitious if you're going to try to visit 40 <laughs> wineries. So that's where we encourage people to, you know, really plan out a, a multi-night vacation to come here and, you know, get, schedule some wine tours, maybe even stay on site at one of our vineyards, which you can absolutely do with some of the lodging options that we have, and, and make a real week of it if you wanted to try and hit up, a, you know, everything that we have along the Monticello Wine Trail. That sounds more like it. Now, in addition mm-hmm. to the presidents, you've had your share of celebrities, including painter George O'Keefe, actor Sissy Spacek, and author John Grisham. Who are some of the other famous people who lived in Charlottesville or still live there today? Yeah, so I would say, you know, one of the people that, one of the celebrities that people think about when they think of Charlottesville, if they're a musician or if they're into music and and really looking out for musicians, Dave Matthews of the Dave Matthews Band uh, got his start here in Charlottesville. (sighs) Uh, playing at one of the the bars that we have on the the downtown mall, that pedestrian mall that I talked about. Um, So Dave Matthews has a really strong connection to this region and, you know, still performs concerts here. Um, So that that would be a notable one that I would certainly want to mention and one that, um, you know, people really think of when they think about our area. They they have that strong Dave Matthews connection. Mm. We're talking tonight with Brantley Ussery about Charlottesville, Virginia. Let's talk a little about UVA. We know it's the top employer in the area with more than 16,000 faculty and staff to serve 22,000 students. Is it fair to say that the school consistently ranks among the top three public universities in the country? Yeah, so it is consistently one of the very top public universities in the United States, um, and it is just a, a huge presence here in Charlottesville and Albemarle County, not only as an employer to a lot of the folks who live here, but, you know, it brings in tons of events throughout the year, a lot of sporting events, which I know we'll talk about in just a little bit. Um, so it's just a, a huge driver of, of visitors to this area and, um, you know, it's just uh, w- one of the biggest entities that we have here right around Charlottesville. You are listening to Travelitz Radio with Dan Schlossberg and Mariella Nugent Lee. Check us out on iTunes, blogtalkradio.com, or the Travelitz Radio Facebook page. And we're talking tonight with Brantley Ussery about Charlottesville. Brantley, with such a historic legacy, are there guided tours that out-of-towners should take? 
Yeah, so absolutely. We, I know we've, we've touched on history, and yes, there are guided tours that you can absolutely do to learn more about the, the history that we have here and, and the, the evolving history. Um, so I would absolutely recommend that folks take that tour of Monticello, of Highland, of Montpelier to get all of that presidential history. Um, you can also take tours of uh, the, the newly unveiled Memorial to Enslaved Laborers. And so this is at the University of Virginia and really tells the story of the enslaved laborers that, that built the University of Virginia back in the 1800s. Um, you can also go and, and get a, a tour of the Jefferson School African American Heritage Center to learn more about the uh, African American history from this region. So there are lots of options if you want to come here and learn more about the important history that is in this region. Uh, there's a tour for you. And what attractions are on your must-see list for Charlottesville? How about the homes of the 19th century presidents? Would you would you put that on the must-see list? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, with Monticello, um, all the history that it has and being the UNESCO World Heritage Site, I would say that's certainly a must. And as we, we've kind of mentioned, the other two presidential homes being so close by, I mean, that's one of the things that – um, like I said, you can visit all three of them in one day. Monticello and Highland are only about two miles apart. So oh. it's very, you know, when you think about that kind of proximity, they were really neighbors back in the day, um, just being a, a couple miles down the road. Montpelier is a little bit farther up to the northeast. It's about a half-hour drive from the downtown area, but still um, very accessible, very easy to get to, and, and certainly worthwhile. I mean, if you're talking about wanting to, to see the history of this area, those are those are great places for you to visit. And we mentioned UVA sports teams, so tell us what spectator and participation sports might attract attention from visitors. Yeah, so, I mean, UVA has some of the, the biggest sports teams out of any college in the whole country. Um, you know, we, we love our UVA basketball. They won the entire NCAA championship a few years ago, which was uh, just a, a really exciting time. I mean, as, as, as someone who was living here during that time, it was just there was so much energy and excitement. It was the first time they'd ever won the NCAA championship for basketball. Um, they have a big football team as well, Scott Stadium, which seats about 61,000 people. So you can imagine um, football weekends here are huge. So once we get into September, October, November, we have home football games on the weekends. And, you know, those just bring in visitors from all over the East Coast and, and all over the country. And it just brings such a great energy to town as we have all those visitors coming here to, to see the football games. So basketball, football. They also have great baseball teams, tennis, lacrosse. So pretty much any kind of sport you can imagine, um, they're, they're going to be playing that at UVA. And, again, the, the sports teams are winning big awards. I mean, they make it really far in the tournaments each year. And, you know, it just brings a lot of excitement to this area. Mm-hmm. Why did Blue Ridge Outdoors rate Charlottesville America's top adventure town in 2020? Yeah, that was a really fun award and distinction for us to win, and I, I was just so excited to, to see that happen and for Blue Ridge Outdoors to, to recognize and, you know, shine a spotlight on all the great outdoor recreation that we have. Um, it's, it's a known fact that we're in pretty close proximity to Shenandoah National Park which is a national park that people come from all over to come visit. We're, we're located just about a half hour away from that. Blue Ridge Parkway is nearby, so our proximity to those things are great. But we also have 
uh, two rivers in our destination. So running throughout Charlottesville and Albemarle County, we have what's called the Rivanna River, and we have the James River. And the James River is one of the biggest rivers in the state of Virginia, and people love to go kayaking, canoeing, tubing in the summer months. Um, the rivers really just kind of come to life, and you'll see people doing all kinds of water activities out there. So the two rivers are, are certainly a huge draw. Um, we're a great destination for cyclers, and uh, we have a lot of great hiking options as well. So not just limited to Shenandoah National Park, but we've got a lot of great hiking trails that are scattered throughout the city and the county. So, um, you know, for hikers, for, for bike riders, and for water enthusiasts, we've really got a little bit of something for everybody to enjoy. And Southern Living said Charlottesville is one of the South's best college towns, and the travel channels had the same thing a year later. So those are two more things, more feathers in your cap, Brantley. They are, <laughs> and I would certainly agree with them there. I mean, it is a spectacular college town for sure. And we are talking tonight with Brantley Osteria about Charlottesville. Now, Brantley, Charlottesville is also a mountain town and rated one of the top ten mountain towns in the country. And it's also rated among the best cities for working women and among the healthiest and happiest cities by the Today Show. Could that be because of the idea of wellness is pervasive throughout the area and is exemplified by the number of runners, joggers, walkers that seem ubiquitous? Yeah, I would say, you know, the folks who live here and our visitors who come to see us as well um, take health and wellness very seriously. As, as you mentioned, this is a huge running town. We have foot races all throughout the year. We have a marathon that takes place here. We have the Charlottesville 10-miler that has been taking place for 40-plus years that draws in a few thousand people every year. So, yeah, it's a very health-conscious town. People are very focused on wellness. Um, you'll see a lot of places where you can go do yoga. Um, there are spas throughout town as well for folks who mm. just want a, a nice wellness day. So, yeah, I would say people who live here, they really do make it a big priority, and, and we see that in our visitors as well. Mm. And health and wellness start with a good diet. So you promised to tell us about the best places to eat in Charlottesville. Go. Yes, and we have so many of them. So the first place I would want to start would be our historic pedestrian downtown mall. Um, that district is just going to have so many restaurants that are, you know, they're not chains. So they're locally owned. They're going to be sourcing their, their produce, their meats from farms that are located in Albemarle County. So just right down the road. So it doesn't really get any fresher than that. And we're going to have a huge quantity of those restaurants. There's another district called Midtown, which runs uh, west of the downtown mall going toward the University of Virginia. That, again, is just going to be lined with all of these farm-to-table, locally-owned restaurants. And we have a couple of unique options. I want to talk about the Mickey Tavern, which if you're a fan of Southern fare, like if you like some good fried chicken, mashed potatoes, green beans, that's going to be the place for you in this colonial tavern that's kind of on the way to Monticello. So a lot of visitors will stop at the Mickey Tavern, have lunch, and then continue on up to Monticello. And we also have a food hall here the first food hall in central Virginia. It's called the Dairy Market, and it's in a um, renovated, uh, restored, historic dairy building um, that has 18 different food vendors inside, and it's just uh, a really great place to go and explore cuisines from all around the world. So we have so many great options and a, a wide variety of culinary options that people can choose from here. 
tough. As a college town, I'm sure there are tons of concert shows and plays, and I know there's great emphasis on art and culture, too, so please share. Yeah, we're a huge uh, destination for live music and for events. Um, just to kind of give you an idea of the, the caliber of artists that come through here, I mean, we have had Justin Timberlake, we've had Ariana Grande, we've had the Eagles, we've had U2. I mean, we have had some of the top musical artists of all time come here and perform. And again, we're a small city, so I think that's pretty unique. Um, in terms of the arts, yeah, a huge emphasis on that here. We have a place called the Ix Art Park. It's I-X Art Park. And that is this beautiful outdoor indoor space. The outdoor part is like this collection of murals and just um, really unique artwork. And then inside is Virginia's first immersive art exhibit called The Looking Glass that debuted a couple of years ago. And it's just such a cool, funky place to get inside and explore. Um, nothing else quite like it. Um, and it, again, Virginia's first immersive art exhibit where you're really encouraged to interact with the art and just get up close and personal with it. So, yeah, a lot of ways that you can enjoy the arts and a lot of live music opportunities all throughout the city and the county. Okay, less than five minutes to go. Is there a wide variety of overnight accommodations for guests? I'm guessing just everything from chain hotels to B&Bs but are there also historic places where people could spend the night? Yeah, you bet. So we have, like you said, the chain hotels, the B&Bs. Some of those are going to be in older, more historic properties. Um, we have some high-end resorts, if, if that's the, the style of travel that you're looking for. We also have, I think, a really unique option is about a dozen of our vineyards have lodging options on site where you can actually stay. So for the wine enthusiasts, hey, this is, what could be better than not only getting to sip and taste the wines at the wineries, but then when you're ready to call it a day, your room is right there on site at the vineyard. And we have about 12 vineyards where you can actually stay on site with uh, mm -hmm. lodging accommodations available there. So, yeah, we've got the whole mix of lodging options for people to enjoy. That's pretty good, Brantley. You keep the drunks off the road, too. That helps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, because you have a benign climate, doesn't spring come sooner and summer last longer than in many other resort towns? Uh, it does. Yeah, so where we're located, um, you know, in Virginia, spring started very early here this year, as I know it did for a lot of destinations on the East Coast. I mean, really by March, we were warming up pretty nicely, and things were starting to bloom by early April. And, yeah, summer can extend on into, I mean, we stay warm into October, even November. We can still have temperatures for high temperatures in the 60s and 70s well into November. So, yeah, it's, it's a nice long season for people to really enjoy. Talking tonight with Brantley Ussery about Charlottesville. Mary Ellen, a couple of quickies. Yeah. What are the peak and bargain times to come to Charlottesville? So for bargain times, you're really going to want to look at uh, the winter time. It's a huge bargain um, because things get a little quieter. Uh, there aren't quite as many visitors. And you can snag some great deals on accommodations and enjoy a more intimate experience with, without quite as many visitors in the destination. It's a different kind of experience. Year-round, though, I would say if you come midweek, that's going to be a little bit of a bargain as well. Um, weekends on the spring and the fall are going to be our, our top times. Um, in terms of when we're going to have the most visitors, that's going to be the peak tourism time, would be the fall and the spring on the weekends. And is there an airport in Charlottesville? There is. We have a regional airport, the Charlottesville Albemarle Airport, with direct flights. 
um, from here to Charlotte, New York, LaGuardia, Philadelphia. So a lot of the big connecting hubs on the East Coast, there sure is. That's great. Okay. And finally, listeners learn more about Charlottesville, Brantley. Yeah, they can learn everything they want to know. All they have to do is go to visit charlottesville.org, and that's going to have all the information about everything we've talked about, outdoor rec, wine, lodging, um, and much more. Again, that website's visitcharlottesville.org. Our guest tonight has been Brantley Ussery, Director of Marketing and Public Relations for the Charlottesville Albemarle Convention and Visitors Bureau. Thank you for being our guest on Travel Edge Radio. All right. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Mary Ellen. Appreciate it. And now that the baseball season is a month old, there's nothing better for off days or rain delays than a good baseball book like my latest, Baseball's Memorable Misses, an unabashed look at baseball's craziest zeros. The funniest and most unusual baseball book of the year is an illustrated and entertaining paperback, $14.99 at your bookstore or even less from Amazon.com. Such a deal. Get it tonight. And that's it for this edition of Travel with Radio. Next week, same time, same station, same writer. We'll talk to Jeff Idelson and Gene Firth about their award-winning book, Grassroots Baseball, and its connections to travel. Now, this is Dan Schlossberg, along with Mary Ellen Newton-Lee, saying thank you for your time this time. Until next time, good night and stay safe.